You're listening to the Syntax uh, podcast for the art test finals of 2021. I'm Heike. I graduated at the graphic design department of art test Arnhem in 2019. And I'm here with Andrea Calano Toro and Laila Saba Rodriguez, uh, who have just graduated from the graphic design department and fine art department, respectively. First, I just want to ask, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, what have the last yeah, two days been like? Hi, I'm Andrea. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine. It feels like uh, uh, good to have a few days to let things sink in and to see people uh, looking at your work or to see other people's work and take the time for it Like after this busy couple of months. So yeah, overall, pretty good. Nice. Yeah, also, I, I'm Laila. <laughs> I uh, feel great. I'm happy to be here, mm -hmm. also with Andrea. And yeah, indeed, it takes a few days to celebrate everything that we've done for four years and see your classmates and um, enjoy art together. <laughs> nice, yes. nice. So you enjoy the attention you can give to an one another after... Working yeah. so hard exactly. together also. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. mm. Nice. Um, I invited Laila and Andrea for this podcast because next to their graduation works, uh, they also started a collective some time ago named Cruda Collective. Um, but first, I would like to ask you about your individual projects. Um, so maybe Laila, you can start and explain your graduation work. Sure. It's a um, short sci-fi film. Um, it's based in a world where history is not documented, or there's no archived time. That's kind of the base where I started from. And um, I have this like fascination with death and rebirth and film. So I was curious to think of how I can use film to start at the end, like quite literally at death, but also as a means to start something. And then to begin a story on genesis of, of origin through the notion of death. So the film is kind of set in the afterlife um, where this one character is in dialogue with her dead self and she's taught how to, how to die. And yeah, it's kind of this like exploration on memory and dreams and uh, archiving and moving through time through dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> how uh, how did you um, collect the footage? Did you play the character yourself, or did you use find footage? Well, I directed the film mm. uh, and edited it. This was my first kind of medium-sized production, where I had ten people. I had a cinematographer, um, yeah, stylist, uh, camera operator. Uh, musicians and shout out to all of them. <laughs> really, <laughs> um, yeah. So and, and I didn't play the character myself, no. But I had another artist do the performance. Um, but yeah, I just directed and edited and wrote the script. It was fun. Amazing. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about your graduation work, Andrea? Sure. Um, my graduation call is. My graduation project is called De Ayapaca, which means from there to here. And it's uh, a story of a microbe 
that uh, lives in lithium and that stays alive in lithium once it's extracted. And uh, this micro comes from the Atacama Desert. Uh, and I come from Chile as well. And uh, basically the video uh, follows the journey of this microbe. And the microbe, it's a vehicle to tell other stories of that space. And um, yeah, so it's it's more like a narration tool rather than a project about yeah microdiversity or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm super interested in telling stories from other perspectives and telling stories about places and complex places like this desert. Mm. So, um, yeah, the, the movie goes or the video goes through phases and it kind of tells different stories through each phase. And it ends uh, in the battery of, in a lithium battery. Yes, that, that's what it's about. <laughs> nice. So your work deals with animacy, right? Yeah. So the, the notion that um, certain substances or all substances have a certain um, effect on us as humans and we interact with them rather than them being yeah. dead material and having no yeah, yeah agency, basically. And I think it's really nice how yeah, you tell this story and you... Um, you personify the yeah. the microbe, right? How yeah. how was it to write this story? Did it affect you in any way? Uh, yeah, definitely, because it was also uh, almost creating a character as well. So trying to think like, okay, if this microbe comes from there, then what is yeah story of origin as well? Then what does this character like? If I'm if I'm saying that this character has consciousness and therefore memory, like. What, how, what does he do to remember, for mm -hmm. example? So throughout the, the script or the text, the microbe keeps collecting. Like that's one of his characteristics, for example. Or, um, yeah, also like I really wanted it to be in Spanish and to be in a Chilean accent. That's, elf that's also why I ended up doing it myself because it just resonated with where this microbe was from. Mm. So yeah, it was definitely like all these questions, like uh, also even like trying to be, yeah, trying to not give it a gender or all this kind of stuff was also, yeah, questions when you're kind of personally creating a character. So that was also an interesting. That's fascinating. Process. That is so interesting. How how does that work then in language? Of uh, did you give it like neutral pronouns or how? Yeah. yeah, how did you interact with the language there? Yeah, it's complicated sometimes with Spanish because Spanish mm. is very gendered. So even if I say like I am hungry. Or like um, that already would have a gender. Like yeah, you would because in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was trying to be, I would try to just say things like, I have hunger instead of I am hungry. Like mm -hmm. in those sort of ways, like mm -hmm. just trying to not use it. And also with the voice, I, I just kept it. I mean, it's it's not really about, um, yeah, it, it was more, yeah, exactly. In choice of words, I think, because exactly Spanish is, heavily gendered so that was <laughs> also a thing mm. yeah and in what way Laila um, did did parts of the multiple places you're from uh, come back in your film was that a, a theme as well yeah definitely I mean it's also something I can't escape in a way like <laughs> but sure yes <laughs> I mean um, but it's, it always comes up as a question for myself in terms of dealing with identity. 
um, being a hybrid or yeah, multiple being. Um, so definitely I drew a lot of inspiration from mythological tales from Mesoamerican deities, uh, which also comes up a lot in Cruda, um, like the Coatlicue, the serpent deity. And I drew a lot, a lot from like my ancient Egyptian ancestry with objects and references, and also a lot in how they interpreted the afterlife um, and how those stories were told of post-death living and the, the landscape, the desert, a lot of objects involved, like canopic jars and organ jars. Um, yeah, those were all very symbolic references. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, every culture has such a rich uh, view on life and death and yeah. the, the symbols that come with that and the processes. So it's really nice to yeah, retell those stories and make them your own, I, I imagine. <laughs> what did it, uh, also the same question, how did it affect you, the process of making this, the start process? Did you come to like a growing point from it? Yeah, them. I mean, this project really uh, was aligned with my life, mm. my personal life. I mean, yeah, I guess what work isn't, but... Um, <laughs> Some more than yeah. others. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But the film was a lot about, like, letting a part of yourself die or, like, shed a skin to allow a space for a new skin mm, to... Rebirthing. Yeah. And I was experiencing that parallel to the production of the film myself. Uh, yeah, transforming or learning things about myself and embarking on this new... Uh, journey after graduation with my research partner I don't know like a lot of <laughs> new things will come up mm -hmm. so it's yeah. a lot of yeah it it's very special film to me nice definitely sounds like it it also aided yeah your own transformation in that way it was hopefully a healing experience yes <laughs> for sure <laughs> and also the the graduation process and project is such a is such an end point in yeah. itself, so yeah. that's a great symbolic to use anyway. Um, Definitely. What, uh, yeah, what is something you imagine for the future, maybe individually, but also uh, together in your collective? Um, yeah, for me and also for us together, like I'm really interested in also doing kind of projects or or exhibiting or showing not only here or in Europe like that's something that is yeah I really want to do uh, so also like I noticed that a lot of my work ends up being about Chile for some reason <laughs> and or about being far away or mm. about what happens there politically and I'm often like it ends up being here where I show it and of course that's that's very nice to to have people here understand what's happening there but I really look forward to sort of have that exchange yeah backwards again mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so I, I, I hope to do that by myself but I also really hope to do that with Cruda and like I'm also very curious of uh, yeah doing a project in Mexico or something like that would also be great together mm. yeah so that's something for me that I really want to do nice yeah I think same goes for me in terms of uh, also asking yourself for who you're making work um, as in whose gaze or yeah, or who you're trying to communicate to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of 
yeah, my work also similarly is about where I come from uh, or draws. It's yeah. not the main stage, of course, but it, it draws a lot of insp mm, yeah references to there. So I also often ask myself where, what would happen if I show this to the public who shares that same intimacy with the with the desert, for example. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so I'd like to also do some residencies in Cairo or in Mexico. Um, also for, with Kruda, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. we all, always talk yeah. about it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It's often like uh, we both are doing individual projects and we of when we discuss, it's like, oh, wow, we're so connected yeah. or, the, or the themes that we're interested. And, like, yeah. that's also how we yeah. kind of Met. came to be. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what I also wanted to ask. Like, what conversations did you find yourself having? <laughs> and then we're like, ah, we need to do something together. Yeah. Um, How long is that ago? Like, what was the mood? I think it was like we met sort of in the second year, mm -hmm. like doing the honors program. Yeah. And like uh, we became closer because of, um, yeah, the revolution in Chile was, yeah, was starting then. And um, I don't know if that was already in the second year. No, it wasn't the first year of the honors program. And then mm. that's like, I, Lila and I became really close because of sharing that sort of experience yeah. of, coming from a place in revolution mm. and from that like yeah <laughs> I don't think we separated yeah. no <laughs> also in the writing of our thesis like we often had a lot of conversations yeah. when we were writing it and we uh, shared a lot of intimate conversations about coming from a country indeed that had a revolution and uh, a corruption or violence mm. um, also as a developing human being how we yeah. are affected and how we carry certain traumas and then writing together i think yeah. i mean we wrote our independent thesis but we often went to a cafe and we discussed and wrote a lot and i think mm. that's the point where we said we really we synchronize we need to do something mm. and this was a thesis for the honors program i presume yeah yeah ah, nice can yeah. you tell me a little bit about the thesis you currently I uh, have graduated with. I don't know if, Lila, you also had to write one? Well, in Bear, we have, like, yeah, it's not a full paper, but we ha we write um, a short essays mm -hmm. on uh, um, sources that inspire or are part of our research. Right. But it's not it's not a thesis like Andrea's. Andrea had to write. I don't think so, but no. Yeah, okay. I think it's more artistic research. Right? Yeah, yeah, ours is artistic research. Yeah, so it aids the process of your uh, graduation yeah, exactly. work, right? Yeah. Mm. How's that for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. My my project also comes a lot from my thesis. Like, I really wanted to sort of uh, practice what I preached on my <laughs> thesis because I uh, it was also called in Spanish uh, entre arenas y ríos, which means between sands and rivers, and it was uh, also a journey through through the Andes region and in particular Chile and how uh, artists or uh, makers can kind of contribute to telling stories through other perspectives and also in a country that is super rich in terms of landscape, mm. like mm. crazy. Um, so I talked about the desert and about sand and what stories come in the sand and some people that work with that. And then I talked about the Patagonia and the mm. kind of ocean and how, I don't know, for example, some... Um, things were found from the time of the colonization, how, yeah, we could sell it, tell that story through water or 
also basing it on like um, indigenous knowledge and how uh, those practices also see the land. And so it was very, yeah, very in sync. And and I, I and I became super interested in in the desert in particular and mm. particularly. And that's mm-hmm. also why I decided to to do the project about that. That's amazing. It's it's really uh, yeah great to hear how you use natural elements to tell these stories and to tell these histories with. I think that's a very uh, like a needed perspective to come closer also to our natural environment. So that's amazing. <laughs> I often I so I study gender studies right, and I often um, notice how people who are both in art and and have a sort of research mindset are do the things that we in gender studies write about. Mm, So it's much more like an embodied and like a practice, uh, as you said, like with writing your thesis, practice what you preach. I'm really like employing Mm. uh, this knowledge to uh, explain also. But you're also doing it in a project. So I I love that, um, yeah, that making use yeah. of, of the things you learn that way. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Kuda Collective, uh, yeah, also comes from the word raw, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I read your interview in uh, C24. It was really wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you, you explained there a bit that raw is also, for example, f- about food or about the materials and um, what is the philosophy more about that? Is it about also undoing or uh, can you elaborate a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, Kruda, I think a lot for us resonates in just um, this emergence of raw narratives or raw forms of storytelling, um, not just perhaps telling it how it is. Um, yeah, I can imagine I that's... There's a difference yeah, that. there's a difference. Um, but also trying to animate different uh, forms of, let's say... Um, I can, just to put it, characters to tell mm. some stories. So a lot of how we, we share a, a passion for landscapes and geography. So we often um, begin from certain landscapes and then talk about um, micro stories from there. And I think that's a raw form of storytelling. So perhaps it's Mm. like a tool almost to think, also how to think raw, yeah, yeah, stripped. Yeah, and I think it's also a bit reclaiming a bit that word Mm. in in Spanish, Mm. like cruda, which is also like a feminine adjective for Mm. the word. You can also say crudo. like if something is cruda, it's like maybe too bold or too ah. mm-hmm. like um, yeah, it's not there yet. And like you can also say like if you say the ugly truth, you would say like like cruda verdad. So like it's mm-hmm. also it has this sort of also a bit negative or not negative but bold and sort of dirty connotation. And I think mm-hmm. we also really like that. Like it actually came from a song mm-hmm. that from this girl we really like from mm-hmm. Colombia, and, and she had this. Yeah, album or was it an album or a sí. song that it was called like Canciones Crudas, like yeah. raw songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really like that. So yeah. it was like, oh, this is like such a, yeah, cool, yeah. 
word or like word. cool use of yeah. that word. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. an amazing story. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I think uh, I'm a bit out of questions at this point. But if there's anything you want to share still about your own work, about the collective, um, maybe address a certain piece of work, yeah, feel free. Yeah, maybe it's nice to mention that we are also together, and I think we also do that a lot in our own work. We're very interested in like writing and also mm. like other ways of writing. Mm. So lately we write a lot of spells. Like we're very interested in that. Mm. And that also has become like a very nice tool for storytelling. And also, Absolutely. yeah, to be like write bilingual. Um, yeah, maybe trilingual at some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's also like when we're talking also of other ways of storytelling. It's also other like, yeah, yeah exactly. So other other shapes and forms to tell these stories because spells can be kind of poems as well, right? Yeah, but exactly. more more directed yeah. or like um, it's more manifestation mm. also or like something you want so that's yeah. that's a really cool medium yeah yeah we often go back to it in times of like uh, whatever <laughs> when we want to read it uh, so it also serves as like an an opening in in the moment when you need yeah or like grow a few yeah. spells we wrote one for shape-shifting Mm. Uh, so in, yeah to embrace this kind of uh, and we looked up to the octopus so it's like also may I become an octopus skin or allow myself cells yeah. to expand so it's a lot of in the spells themselves channel non-human characteristics to become yeah an opening something mm -hmm. more yeah and to engage and relate differently to to again like the world around us, right? Not only from a central or human perspective, yeah. So, yeah, but exactly. really, yeah, using these tools. I think that's amazing. Also, you give that way other people tools and insights um, how to decentralize themselves and yeah, to relate. Yeah, what is, um, yeah, how is, uh, what is your favorite spell? I think this topic is so fascinating. <laughs> um, or one, the one about shapeshifting. <coughs> when would you come back to this? Uh, what kind of situations? Um, yeah, do you need something like that? I think what's nice about a spell, or like what I also really like, is that you can read it mm. and like. There's also not only. Oh, like, like read it out loud. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I like the act that you can read it, and also like. Um, uh, yeah, so we wrote one about uh, transitioning from winter to, to some, like, sorry, from winter to spring mm -hmm. and uh, about uh, shedding a skin. And like when we were writing that, like that was an, like in our personal lives, like also an important time mm -hmm. and heavy time. So like I also sometimes read it mm -hmm. when I was not doing well. So that was mm -hmm. also like interesting that you can create something mm -hmm. that that is also comforting for you. Like yes, a now gift we to have yourself. That. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So that's also... Uh, yeah, kind of nice that you can yeah. actually use it or, yeah. So, yeah, yeah for me, that in particularly was one that I, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think me too. Spell for crossing is, it's, uh, it's a good one. Mm. It's really like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also about like channeling in this uh, serpent-like power that 
allows you to slither and be mult- like uh, yeah shed yeah exactly it's really and to be more fluid and mm-hmm. just yeah I love the idea of the serpent as well the shedding skin is such a beautiful uh, yeah reality but also metaphor mm-hmm. that we can use and uh, what is it about the octopus that attracted <laughs> the shape-shifting spell uh what yeah. properties? Yeah, we were. Um, I mean, this feels like such a random thing to say, but mm-hmm. I watched. We watched this documentary about the <laughs> octopus. My octopus and teacher, I think. I think right. we were both very mind blown of like yeah. the different forms it can take. Yeah. Like, oh, true. It can. Uh, and it yeah. takes the color also, of right? its surface. Yeah. Like its cells literally transform. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it also came a bit yeah. from that that we were like, "Oh, this is so so yeah, interesting." Yeah. Like yeah. How yeah, like if, if you could do that, like yeah. then, yeah. yeah. And in that same spell, we also take the form of clouds, like yeah. not, not just octopus, but also mm. clouds yeah. and gas and mountain. Oh, lava. Mm. Yeah, it's really like a lot of different elements that we become. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are there yeah. other tools or um, maybe practices from uh, what will be associated with witchcraft that you like to use Uh, or do you associate it yourself even with witchcraft yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i think i'm also very curious rituals like Mm -hmm. that could also be something i would like to do together or sort of create something i mean we do that as friends yeah Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we do it often like for the full moon or whatever Mm -hmm. like this kind of things we really like but i think we that could also be a bit more curated or do something with that so yeah i think we yeah, I mean, we had this idea of also making readings of the spells and kind of, yeah, orchestrating it to be uh, a nice video essay type yeah. of... Maybe that's also an extension of um, a ritual mm. or yeah. <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because you returned to video work where uh, yeah. you both also for your graduation yeah. did a video work. Is mm-hmm. that... Is that uh, your favorite medium to tell stories and would you would you yeah are there other ways you would like to explore telling these stories um yeah i think we both exactly really like Mm -hmm. film or video and we want to do that also together and i think we also exactly like writing so sometimes i'm also thinking we discuss to maybe do a publication and maybe not only ourselves but with other people Mm. so i think yeah those are the two things i think we want to focus as a collective in the future yeah yeah um, yeah I think for myself yeah no I agree mm-hmm. <laughs> film <laughs> is a really interesting medium because it combines um, nearly everything in terms of sound visuals uh, spatial temporal like in terms of it being an installation also opens mm. different conversations with film you can also work remotely right so you can yeah. work on it and Yes. You can be anywhere in the yeah. world, and I yeah. think that's yeah, exactly. uh, that's nice to to be able to bring each other together. Still, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and also since a lot of the projects we're interested, it's also or at least with me, like are about places or stuff like that. Mm. Like sometimes that's like an after, like process, and not or like editing or whatever. But being there, you can. It's just like a way of collecting or archiving as well, mm. like filming. Yeah, is I was wondering actually, was uh, your film is that collected footage? There's so much like 
amazing landscape uh, pan views. And I was like, did you fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I went there. So I, and also like the footage that is from above is from the plane that or stuff, but I didn't know what amazing. I was going to use. I, I just recorded everything. Mm, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I went there basically. That's beautiful. Mm, yeah. I, I'm so impressed. <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think, yeah, again, if you have anything to add, please do. I love this conversation. <laughs> I love your works. Thank you. Um, but we might wrap it up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to see uh, what comes of Cruda Collective and yeah, what, uh, what stories you're going to tell together and individually. Yeah. And yeah, it makes me really happy to see the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs>